Hello everyone and welcome to the dawn of 2024. It's a new year indeed, but the older I get, the more this milestone feels like a returning rather than a forward movement. Like the cycle of seasons is seeping more and more into my flesh and bones and my state of mind. With each flip of the calendar, there are more memories to join the dreams of things to come and more reason to relish each precious moment of the present. During the weeks since I was last here, my 98-year-old father and Emma's grandfather slipped away from us quietly one early morning in his sleep. He was beloved to all of us, and though we can all find comfort in the remembrance of his very long and well-lived life, it's hard to let go. Anyone who knew him will tell you that he was a great storyteller. He had many to share, from his growing up days in old Florida in the late 20s and 30s, his days serving as a medical officer in the U.S. Navy, and the many memories from his life in New Orleans, where he met and married my mother, his wife of 72 years. But it's in this next phase of my parents' life together where I come in. As the story unfolds, my father was led to East Tennessee to spend his career as a small-town doctor, serving the good people in a tucked-away region of the southern Appalachian Mountains. And once there, he remained for the rest of his days, nearly seven decades in a life of 98 years. I am so grateful for the providence that led us to this place of our shared family story. This is where I was born and where my brothers and I spent an idyllic childhood, which is how I have come to identify myself with the rich heritage, history, and unique characteristics of this region. And it's here that I come into today's story for Slow Living Through the Seasons that harkens back to the customs from the old world of England, Ireland, and Scotland. For a long time, Christmas Day in Appalachia was celebrated on January 6th. This was according to the old Julian calendar, which was replaced by the Gregorian calendar in the late 1500s, when Christmas was moved to December 25th. It took a long time for the new calendar to take hold completely, a couple of centuries in some cases, and it was during this time that the Appalachian region of the New World was being settled by English and Scots immigrants who brought the Old World traditions with them, including the Old Date for Christmas, or Old Christmas, as it came to be called. January 6th is also the first day of Epiphany, the Feast of the Three Kings, which is the conclusion of the traditional 12 days of Christmas celebration that begins on December 25th. During this time, there would have been lots of visiting with neighbors and sharing of meals and perhaps some gift exchange. On the night of January 5th, or Old Christmas Eve, it was said that the animals spoke at midnight, and the elderberry bush would sprout from the ground and bloom. Gunfire, bonfires, and singing, storytelling, and dancing were all part of the celebrations. There was the custom of serenading, which meant that a group of youngsters would go from house to house, all during the night before Christmas, making noise and waking people up. In most cases, the revelers would be invited in for a treat or some food before moving on. 
Old Christmas Day itself would be a quieter day spent going to church and staying home with family. Old Christmas, also called Little Christmas in some areas, was commonly celebrated in Appalachia well into the 20th century, though December 25th is now commonly accepted as Christmas Day throughout the region. These days, in the culture of the commercialized Christmas, the whole celebration is overcome December 26th. Christmas decorations begin to disappear immediately, and the stores switch to Valentine's Day, seemingly overnight. But by keeping the old Christmas traditions in mind, we can take a slower approach to the holidays and enjoy the traditional 12 days as its own season of rest and retreat. These days have a special quality, absent of much of the frenzy that tends to dominate the rest of the season, but still a time away from the regular routine. For me personally, I relish this in-between time that takes us into a new year and gives us a chance to catch our breath. Then, when January 6th arrives, it feels like it's time to take down the tree and move on. As for gardening this month, for most of us here in the Northern Hemisphere, January is the time for planning and dreaming of what's to come in spring. On many a cold night, You'll find me fireside with the gardening books and seed catalogs, like many of you, I imagine, envisioning next season's growing adventures. It's a particular kind of excitement and anticipation that gets me through the long stretch of gray days, when the cozy times become more like the winter blahs. I find, though, that with each year, I probably order fewer seeds and plants than the year before as I've become better at seed saving and dividing perennials in the fall. But there's always something new to try, a vegetable that I don't get through my CSA or a native variety that I don't have yet. Each year builds upon the last, and each year the garden is different, which is what makes it fun. For those of you in the warmer regions of the Northern Hemisphere that are able to do some planting this month, or those that have a high tunnel or a greenhouse, note that we are in the dark or waning phase of the moon until the new moon on the 11th, with fruitful days from the 3rd through the 7th with Libra and Scorpio, and then again on the 10th and the 11th with Capricorn. As we've learned before, planting by the signs applies to many things in life other than gardening, and we have a good example of that with four days this month that are ideal days for making changes with the moon in the dark phase, with the signs moving down the body. The days are from the evening of January 7th through the 10th, with Sagittarius, represented by the thighs, and Capricorn, the knees. The moon then moves to the light phase on the 11th, so the rule still applies, though it's not as ideal, as the moon moves through Aquarius, the legs, and Pisces, the feet. So what kind of changes are we speaking of? This might be some kind of fitness program or a new diet or breaking an unhealthy habit, such as smoking or alcohol consumption or substance abuse. It might be a new morning routine or starting a practice such as journaling or meditation. It's really anything that you want to do differently from the way you're doing it now for whatever reason. Fruitful days in the waxing moon 
occur, the 14th and 15th in Pisces, the 18th through the 20th in Taurus, and the 23rd and 24th in Cancer. On the 25th is the full wolf moon, so named in reference to the sound of the wolves howling through the cold winter nights. So January ends as it began in the waning or the dark of the moon, with the 30th and 31st being in the fruitful sign of Libra. So, what's happening in your kitchen this month? For me, it's all about roasted savory meats, soups, stews, and broth, which is why I want to share with you this guide to seven days of easy winter real food meals, complete with a shopping list and a day-by-day guide to your meal prep. So, what do I mean by real food? Seasonal, fresh, responsibly sourced, non-processed ingredients, Local is best, of course, but getting things fresh from closer to home is more difficult in winter, so you just do the best you can. This yummy, cozy, week-long menu includes a roasted chicken and vegetables, a beef and vegetable stew, and ideas for leftover meals in between the two. It's super comfort food all the way, with all the deep, warming, and sustaining nourishment of these seasonal staples. You'll find these recipes linked in the show notes, and as always, you can have access to the monthly, downloadable, and printable Planting by the Signs calendar by being a member of our Good Dirt Supporters community. If you're not already a member, check out the link and join us online. And so here we've reached a milestone in our slow living journey. As we leave the old year behind and enter into the new, Our family will be gathering this weekend with friends and community to remember my father and the long and rich life that he led. Wherever you find yourself in this passage, whatever constellation of circumstances are creating your present moment, I leave you with this. Be gentle with yourself. Rather than jumping headlong into a list of resolutions and goals, allow the experience of deep winter in your heart and soul and bones. Hibernate, sleep, read, eat good fats. Be like a root and let yourself sit in the dark. Journal, bundle up and take long, slow walks. Pile on the blankets and go to bed early. Dream, take rest, deep, radical rest. Do it now because, did you know? the light is returning. Thanks for being here, everybody. I'll be back next month.